Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the gods. You already know, man. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me The enemy is close, we both lies on our identity I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotep Son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art I fit dark with a slit heart You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold Behold the old glimpse that was never untold Infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious I'm primal, my rhyme suicidal, I worship no idols my style of all the gems going down in a spiral You stuck in your roof My intelligence passed my cool The God is the truth Every time I step in the booth You stepped on the stool Got scooped and swooped in my loop Do the knowledge where I conceive Get played like flu It was the son of the saw A gift from the gods Who ruled flying through the sky With golden wings Submerged into the light Knighted by the golden king With the scepter of justice Melanin cultivating chi Until the Arbitarians Finally becoming one With the righteous sun So law, souls are raw Magnificent glow With unconditional love Scattered rays for days From the heavens above So below The souls Just trapped in the lowest depths of hell Incarnated into 76 trillion cells To break free We must be refined Masculine and feminine properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 divisions and religions Denominations that's close schisms and isms Though isn't it written in the Bible That Jesus spoke in parables The scriptures and gospels are just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical Based on Esoteric principles, Baptist versus Methodist, Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness, Mormons versus Seven Day Advances, skeptics, atheists, and agnostics, divine and cosmic tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists, though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan, battle mind control through preliminary suggestion, brainwashing indoctrination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game, cool like we've all been pawns. Puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God You can't run with the devil and walk with God Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. All right, you're listening to First World Radio, your host, Dr. Aileen Bay. we back once again. All right, and we're going to get into tonight's subject. We will begin into the 42 natural rules of my yacht, all right, the 42 natural rules of my yacht, the natures or naturals are who we refer to as the gods, all right, there's 42 companions to my yacht, which when you recite the 42 laws of my yacht, their names are actually supposed to be there in front, all right, and what that does is give you extra energy, um, extra boost into the 42 
non-coded DNA, all right, because you have 64 permutations of DNA and only 22, 20 plus two stop codings are actually coding, all right, which means active, while the other 42 are non-active in or uh, um, non-coded, all right, codons. So um, we want to get into how you activate those 42, all right, those other 42, which is known as your junk DNA. Well, the ancient Egyptians left us names in order to tap into that information, all right? And there's 42 names, all right? 42 names, 42 names, all right? 42. So um, we want to get into that tonight. And of anybody who take my ideas and information from this, I will get you. You know what I'm saying? Because this right here is going into uh, my new book. Um, matter of fact, I have it, part of it, uh, part of the information in my first world order. So for those that's interested in getting that information, it's in the first world order. But I plan on doing some other things with it. So don't be taking my information and don't give credit because that's what I be seeing here on Facebook as well as also on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter, whatever they call it, and also here on um, YouTube, especially, right? Just taking information, not giving credit back to the people. If I take somebody's um, information, you know what I'm saying, or put it within um, my presentation, I give them credit. I say, well, I got this from such and such, or well, Bobby said this, or Dr. Phil Valentine said this, or Dr. Deborah Blair said that. All right, I give credit. Oh, Brother Panic said this. You know what I'm saying? I give credit. You know what I'm saying? That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know you're dealing with somebody who don't have an ego is when they give credit back to their teachers or give it back to their scholars or give it back to um, those who uh, are presenting, you know, good information. You have to give the credit back. You know what I'm saying? But I'm seeing my information all over the place and people aren't giving me bad credit. So, you know, um, they take an information uh, Pauline it like it's theirs, you know, like they had the ideas, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I give a good example, prime example, all right? Nobody was talking this Native American, Indian, quote-unquote, information or the Moorish ties to the Native Americans, indigenous people here, you know what I'm saying, on a large scale until I did the debate with Brother Seti, all right? Brother Seti, um, Sarasut and Seti, back in 2009, almost 10 years ago. Now, that information was null and void in YouTube land. Nobody was talking about it in YouTube land 10 years ago, nearly 10 years ago. Now, all of a sudden, everybody is Native American, indigenous, aboriginal, and so forth and so on. But that information was already put out, you know what I'm saying, um, by myself, uh, by um, Brother Hakeem um, Bay, you know what I'm saying, and that debate that we did with SETI, that influenced so many people. We, have over, we had over 500 people there when we did that debate. You know what I'm saying? And then that information got out worldwide. Worldwide. All right? So, you know, just make sure you give back credit. You know what I'm saying? Give credit where credit is due. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be you know, taking somebody's information, hauling it like it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Um, trying to build cults and shit up off of it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's also what I've been seeing done, you know, um, you know, building organizations and cults and shit off, off the information. You know what I'm saying? We're not here necessarily to um, coerce you into joining 
um, anybody or anything. We simply here in order to teach you information so that you can get this and you can do something with it, help your family, help raise your children, you know, give them the right path because you're dealing in the world now under the so-called New World Order where they are actively pushing homosexuality, where they're actively pushing, um, you know what I'm saying, um, so-called white supremacy, you know what I'm saying, and allowing for it to go around and act like, yo, this is normal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the Klan, you know, can ride around and do whatever they want to do to you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's part of our population control agenda. That's what that's what they basically doing. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, we can't allow for this, you know, to continue taking place on our land. You know, but I ain't gonna even get to all of that tonight. That's those are um, other discussions. I did have videos on it. You know, you can go and check them out. You know, see them. Um, what we're going to get into tonight is the 42 natural rules of my yacht. All right. So, yo, I'm glad that y'all coming on, coming on in the room. Um, grab some pen and paper because this one is going to be a doozy. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be short but sweet. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to take a lot of time here, you know, because I know most people's attention span shit is less than 20 minutes according to our analytics. You only watch about 20 minutes of the videos. I don't understand that one. As much information we be dropping, y'all Negroes can't even get past 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I mean, damn. You know, that's, 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 real, that's real sad. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to try to do what we can. See, we're going to have to start cutting these things down to like five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Which I ain't never done that before. Never did a five-minute video per se. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard for me to do so, because um, I got so much information I'm trying to get out to the people, you know. Um, so, what we're going to do, we're going to go into this um, presentation, all right, the gods of my yacht, and we are on. All right, all right. So, all right, based on what we've been told, we got about 40,000 to th- up to 300,000 tons of stardust energy that falls to the planet or daily. Particles drawn to the poles, the North and South Pole, uh, a magnetic pole actually, and collides with the atmosphere causing polar lights called aurora boreas or um, the Northern Southern Lights. And that comes from the solar flare um, eruptions that come forth from the sunspot activity, which is called corona mass ejections or CMEs, when billions of tons of star gas or super hot gas contains charged particles uh, are slung out into the solar system and our earth magnetic fields attracts these um, colliding particles in which that forms the lights in the atmosphere and you as a melanated being you, you have melanocytes and these melanocytes act as black hole they have black hole property and you absorb and draw down these light particles, photonic light, right? You absorb this, right? So we know that we are, we know solar flare activity and its effects on the Earth, but which, you know, allegedly it has the effects of satellite microchip damage, power grid disruption, um, radio inf- um, interferences, computer interferences. Um, you know, I, I remember back in the days, it cut off the beepers for like about two to three days, you know what I'm saying? Um, because the solar flare activity was so strong, 
And of course, you know, I don't, you know, that's old school. Y'all don't remember them beepers. Right? It was before the cell phone popularity where everybody had one. Uh, everybody was still walking around with the beepers um, in the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? Um, early 90s. All right, so there was solar flat activity, and all of this was disrupting um, the atmosphere with all these um, solar flares, super flares, mega flares. And we are in um, the storm, and still in it, actually, all right, of, of this solar flare um, storm, right? I believe it's um, 26, right? Um, but we are in it. And so these solar flare activities are still taking place. And so here's the Aurora Borealis, or Borealis um, which is um, the northern lights. But you also have the southern lights because, like we said, the poles draw this information in. Um, and light is information, y'all. You know what I'm saying? The more information, the more light that you can gather, the more knowledge that you have acquired. All right, this is the science of Qigong and Tai Chi, pranic energy, healing work, and Reiki. You're drawing in and down more cosmic and drawing up and in more earthly energy. So hence, you should um, collide that, that energy at the heart chakra in which that um, along the prana tube, all right, um, for those that don't understand what we mean by the prana tube, there's a tube in which that um, at birth you're born with a prana tube in which that extends along the spine, um, up through the um, head area, which is along where the soul enters in at, at the brain, which creates what is known as a soft spot for those first seven years. And then you become hard-headed, like your grandma told you. Uh, you know, of course, you know, I know my grandma, you tell me, said you're a lot of hard-headed ass down somewhere. And so, uh, of course, by that time I was seven, you know, that, that head had got hard now. Um, which used to be that sore spot right there in the head. Um, that's where the soul embeds itself at, inside of the pineal gland in the center of the um, head of the skull. And the prana tube runs along there, up the spinal column, up through the um, brain area, out above the head, along into, um, along the line near what we refer to as the ethereal civil cord. Um, all right. Um, this is what it's supposed to be when Kundalini is activated, it's supposed to burn up the threads, or what's called the ethereal threads. Um, it's supposed to um, also dissolve the prana tube, um, in which that, um, you know, if you get the book by Travalo Melchizedek, volume one and volume two, he speaks about the pranic tube, a pranic tube, in which that runs along the line of the body, um, you know, from the perineum down into the earth up along the spinal column, into the head area, out of the head, into the cosmos. The same line in which that correlates to um, the civil cord um, area. So you want to burn through the ethereal threads. As the Kundalini comes up, it burns through the ethereal threads in the spinal column. You have 31 nerves inside of the spine, two outside of the spine called the Ida and the Pingala, the sacral nerves. And 31 plus 2 is 33. So you have 33 nerves. All right? And inside is a hollow area called the Shoshuna in which that the Kundalini comes up. And as it comes up, it's like a whitish, silvery color, like mercury. Right? Have you ever seen mercury? Um, that's how it looks. So hence, 
That's what we call quicksilver. Kutalinia is mercury or quicksilver. All right. That's that's another name for Kutalini. All right. Um, in South Africa, it's called Umbellini. Umbellini. U-M-B-I-L-I-N-I. Umbellini. All right. So that's that's real deep because um, in South Africa, um, the South African shaman by the name of Credo Moutois, he spoke about the fact that that energy is hot and it's called Umbellini. Well, um, the Dogon refers to it as Noom, N-O-M or N-U-M, Noom, um, and is a hot, fiery essence within us, all right? So hence, once again, Kundalini. Um, hence, Noom is short for Noomo, Noomo, Nomo, um, the deity in which that they said, in which that came to them, in which that explained that they was from the star constellation Sirius, all right? Um, all of that, you know what I'm saying? have some metaphysical esoteric properties to it in which that you need to investigate. Cause in one sense, it's talking about the ejaculation of the male sperm and the sperm in case of semen, that sperm and semen is talking about that, um, that creature um, coming from the waters, hence the waters of life in which that is able to transform into what we now for, um, um, refer to as humans or mankind, all right? And so that is, we know that even today that the male has the capability of bringing forth females or bringing forth male, all right? And based on his stroke technique, all right, um, shallow stroke or deep thrust stroke, if it's deep thrust, then um, oftentimes he will have a boy child if you do shallow stroke, um, which is about maybe an inch to three inches inside of the vaginal canal, um, no further than what they call the G spot, and he ejaculate, then it can be a girl child, and then based on the nostrils in which that is activated. For example, if the left nostril is activated during the ejaculation, then it can be a girl. If the right nostril is activated during um, ejaculation, then it can be a boy. See, this is science that I'm teaching you, all right? So your auric field, all right, has a north and south pole, and it's at 19.5 degrees. Um, the Quran speaks of 19 angels over it. Well, these 19 angels are angles of light, which is always talking about the angles of light in which that manifests at 19 degrees or 19.7 um, or 19.47 or 19.5, if you round it off, but 19 degrees, all right, which is at the base of the spine, there's an upswelling of energy at 19 degrees south, but then there's also an upswelling of energy at 19 degrees north, which is in your head, which will correlate to the pineal gland. So when these two symbolizes is first you must awaken the Kundalini, which is wrapped three and a half times at the base of the um, spine, all right, half asleep. And you do that through certain Kundalini yoga or Hatha yoga uh, techniques, uh, Tantra, Kriya yoga, Pranayama, you know, yoga, you know, yoga. Um, these various positions, sutras help put you into a position in which that will enlighten Kundalini. And once Kundalini, Umbalini is awakened, also called Shekham within the ancient Kemetic Shekhar, Ra, Ra Shekhar, um, Shekhar, um, or Sekhmat, 
It's a feminine name. Aspect, Shechem, means power. All right, where you get the word Shek from within Islam um, or Sheaf from within English, all right, or Shek, as they say within the more science. Whatever the case is, all of that is derived from Shechem or Shekmat. Shekmat is another name for Mayat. That's Mayat in her raging, angry form as she is the wife of Ra. Mayat is the wife of Tahuti. All right, so you also have Tahuti Ra, all right, who is married to Sekmat or Mayat Sekmat, all right? All of this correlates as you do your research in the ancient Kemet teachings. The problem is with those who study ancient Kemetic teachings or Temerian teachings, they believe that these was actual live characters or beings that once lived on the planet Earth, and that's not the case. This is metaphysical, esoteric, all right? Um, this is the science of melanin, right? So we talk about Sekhmat or Shechem, which means power, right? Feminine power is Sekhmat. Shechem is masculine power, but it's talking about a reference to the Kundalini, because you have Kundalini Shakti and Kundalini Shiva. Kundalini Shakti is the feminine energy, the magnetic energy. Kundalini Shiva is the electric energy. Kundalini Shakti comes up and raises from the uh, triangular downward shaped bone structure called the sacral bone. And as it comes up through the 33 vertebrates and the 31 plus 2 nerves, it enters, which is the 66, hence the reason why you have 66 books in your Bible, and the Bible is called the Book of Life. Hence, talking about your DNA, talking about your physical body is the Book of Life. Hence, as the Kundalini comes up through the seven caverns or the seven caves or the seven chakras or the seven Shankaras or Aritus or the seven daughters of Hathor, all of this is talking about the chakra system, the seven African powers, the seven Orishas, the seven Loha, um, you know, the seven Elohims, the seven eyes of Allah, the seven stars. All of this is metaphysical. It's about your chakra system. And so as Kundalini comes up through there, and comes to the pineal gland, it awakens Kundalini Shiva, all right, in the cave of Brahma, all right, which is in the third ventricle. And this is where Jesus was born at, all right? Jesus was born in the manger, in the third ventricle, all right? Because he wasn't born in the end, as your Bible tells you. So all of this is talking about how Kundalini must awaken and kiss, just like the Muslims as they travel around the Kaaba, they travel around the Kaaba seven times. And those seven times traveling around the Kaaba, um, um, Kaaba in a circle or will symbolizes the word chakra, which means will within itself. The word chakra means will. And so as you go around the seven chakras or the seven um, Kaabas, as you run around the Kaaba seven times, you awaken on the last rotation. You kiss the black stone and awaken Kundalini Shiva. Kundalini Shiva is who you now awaken, and and from Kundalini Shakti and Kundalini Shiva um, interaction produces Kundalini um, um, Krishna, which is Hari Krishna produces Hari Krishna or Christ consciousness. All right, that's what happens when Kundalini Shakti meets and marries and consummate the marriage. Sex in marriage, sex in heaven, or 
heavenly marriage, whatever you want to refer to as the divine marriage in heaven, Kundalini Shiva, that intercourse produces Hare Krishna. So you have um, those who study the Hare Krishna movement, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama. You hear them doing, doing that. All right? They doing their chants. But that's to raise Kundalini and become impregnated with the golden child, which is Hare Krishna, Christ consciousness, all right? Also referred to as Melchizedek, all right? Also referred to as Mikael, Michael, the one who dares to be like God, all right, in the Hebrew. All of this is talking about the same thing. And so you're reading all these stories and getting confused because you're thinking it's literal historical information when it's metaphysical. And the Bible tells you that it's allegorical, which means mystical. It also means that it's fictional characters. It means that some stories might be based on actual characters that lived. However, the overall meaning of this story is allegorical. Is to give you a play-by-play of enlightenment and how to enlighten yourself. Just like the story of Adam and Eve, for example, when Adam blamed Eve to God. He said, God, you gave it to me. So the first sin symbolized here was placing blame. All right? So man's downfall or the fall from the Garden of Eden is he don't accept responsibility and, and become accountable for his own actions, deeds, and in four ways, four ways and more ways and his own behavior. Instead, he blamed someone else. All right, that's man's problem, blaming someone else. Can never take his own, can never take responsibility for his own actions and deeds. So, this shows you right there in that story is that that's how man fell. And this is how the serpent, which was once at the third eye area, walking, as they said, because it was a walking, talking reptilian or reptile, which is talking about your kundalini at the third eye area. It was walking and talking because you now had communication with your inner um, force, your inner power. However, that energy fell from the brain down to the sacral, hence the word sacred, secret, area, which is your bone, um, in your sacral bone, to now it resides there. And so you tore yourself and debased yourself from Allah. This is what the Holy Quran, Circle 7 states, that man tore himself away from Allah and debased himself. So that's how you tore yourself away from Allah, because the serpent was once in heaven. Hence, Lucifer was once in heaven. He was the most beautifulest angel in heaven. It's when you have pure knowledge of the higher realms. You're the most beautiful angel in heaven. Your Kutalini symbolized that beautifulest angel in heaven. The most beautifulest thing in this world. Oh, I'm sorry. That's old school. You don't know nothing about that? Keith Murray. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what happened is, is that that angle of light, Kutalini, angel of light, travels up, which is called the seraph which means serpent or seraphim, serpents, hence along with the Eda and the Pingala and the Shoshuna become the three nadis or the three serpents, which is 
Ida is the black serpent. All right. Um, the gray serpent is the Shushuna, uh, which is the, uh, and then the white serpent is the, um, the um, Pengala. So when these three come together, it becomes the, um, the snakes of Christ, as they refer to them as. And this is where Christ meant in the Bible that he shall be like Moses and lift up the serpent in the wilderness. That's the serpent in which that you're lifting up. You see how all this information flows together? No matter what religion you're in, because I done took you through, goddamn, Buddhism, Hinduism, <laughs> Islam, and Christianity. Same story told over and over again, just different ways, but still relating back to the physical body. See, this is the power of metaphysics, even though you might want to listen to some dumbasses out there that don't know nothing because they haven't read enough information to even give you a goddamn soliloquy of of stable, realistic information that can actually help and that's practical. All right? They're too busy, um, you know, um, trying to be um, the greatest. And this ain't about being the greatest. This is about getting the information out to the people. All right, that's really the only reason why I did the debate with Brother Seti to, to begin with, to get the information out. It ain't had nothing to do with um, debating because y'all can see in between the scenes, me and Seti's giving each other a dap. But everybody else that came after me, he was damn hawking and yelling and coughing and, and, and growling and shit on them niggas. You know what I'm saying? But he tell you that, shit, the only more that I, that I respect is Brother Ali. He'll tell you that in a quickness. You know what I'm saying? Because um, we didn't do this out of um, ill intention. We did it out of um, trying to wake people up. You know what I'm saying? And so this is the key that we um, have to get back to. All right? So here we have the science of melanin. Melanin has melanocytes. There is no such thing as melanin on the periodical chart, so we're talking about carbon. It's just that simple. Carbon is the sixth element on the periodical chart. Atom, which is carbon atom, atom cadmium, was created on the what? Sixth day. The heavenly man, all right, is said to have been created on the sixth day. Adam cadmium, which is the heavenly man, became Adam, which is the ground, the earthly man. All right, so this is where you get in the Holy Quran that we find out that Iblis, which is Lucifer, Adam and Eve was cast down from this state. This is what Allah says in the Quran, that all of them was cast out from this state, this heavenly state. They was cast out of it. And so, obviously, um, if you was in a heavenly form, that means you was in immaterial. You was invisible, and you became visible or material. Okay? That's what is taking place here. Is what you have to understand. All right? So carbon is the sixth element on the periodical chart. And when it says that Adam was made on Friday, which is the sixth day, because Muslims say, um, happy Friday, you know. They always talk about every Friday is happy Friday, a holy Friday. And the word holy just simply means sun. All right? Friday, as we know, um, is a Greek um, deity, Greco-Roman uh, deity, a Frida, all right, in which that um, the word Friday comes from. So uh, ain't no need of um, talking about that, but it's talking about the sixth 
um, day, all right? And the sixth day is talking about actually carbon, the sixth element. That's what we was created on, all right, from the sixth element, not from, you know, six days period, because, you know, you had individuals such as um, James Usher um, who gave the theory in theology that a day unto the Lord is a thousand years, which that is what the Bible and the Quran says. However, the problem is this, is that they believe that the six days times 1,000 give you 6,000 years. So hence, it was 6,000 years ago in which that Adam was created. Therefore, the creationists are out their goddamn minds. It was definitely more than 6,000 years ago. Um, however, this is what they say. And this comes from James Usher. Um, if you just do your research, he said it was 4004 B.C. 4004 B.C. when um, man was created. So that would be 6,022 um, years. Okay, 6,022 years, y'all. So they're saying that creationists who believe and don't realize that there's six days talking about the sixth element, which is carbon on the periodical chart because carbon has 666 and melanin correlates to the 666 because it's carbon. 18%, 18.5% of your body is carbon. You're a carbon unit if you're melanated. You're a carbon-based unit if you are, and I'll be honest, your opinion. You have you melanin, E-U-M-E-L-A-N-I-N, you melanin, and they have phenomelanin, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-L-A-N-I-N. All right, so uh, phenomelanin and eumelanin. You have eumelanin, so hence you are a carbon being. They are carbon-based beings, and they are the ones who was created 6,000 years ago, not your story. So James Usher was right in that sense because they was created 6,000 years ago. You will be technically what they refer to as the pre-Anamites. You was before Adam. And this is proven by the fact of um, a man that they tested from out of South Carolina, which they refer to as an African-American, or a, and he had genes tied back to an African tribe in Cameroon in which that... Uh, they uh, reported that his name was Perry, Brother Perry, um, and he passed um, passed on. But he had a Y chromosome in which that dated back to over 300,000, right, nearly 350,000 years ago, all right, which was way before their Adam of 6,000 years, all right? And plus, he didn't come from the other seven um, women in which that they kept talking about, um, um, uh, you know, per se, at least not his Y chromosome, which is the male chromosome, right? It's dated back further back. Matter of fact, it's dated back 70% further back, 70% further back, right? So this is what we're talking about here. This is the situation. So melanin may be viewed as a battery that is partially charged and can always accept an electrical charge. Why? Because melanocytes have black hole properties. 
So when sunlight and other energies come in contact with the melanin battery, it increases the charge of the battery to a certain degree. Now, when the energy is captured, the battery has more energy to use in the body. Melanin can absorb a great amount of energy, yet not produce a tremendous amount of heat when it's absorbed. Right? So this is the science of the burning bush that you read about by Moses. Your body is the burning bush that God speaks through. Because the burning bush, it was burning, but yet it was not being consumed. Melanin can absorb a great amount of energy and yet not produce a tremendous amount of heat when it's absorbed this energy. Because it can transform harmful energy into useful energy. That's what a God can do. A God can take low vibrating, harmful energy and transform into something beautiful and, and brilliant, useful energy. This means that the human being can charge up their melanin processes, this unique ability to absorb various energy sources and convert these absorbed energies into reusable energy. This includes mediums such as musical vibrations, vibe, vibrations, vibe, vibrations, and sound waves, the sun rays, the sun heat, light rays, and etc. According to Dr. Leon Elderstein or Elderstein, all right. It says here, melanin can absorb tremendous quantities of energy of all kinds, including energy from sunlight, x-ray machines, and energy that is formed within cells during a, a metabolic um, um, of cells. Um, he theorized that melanin has the ability to neutralize the potentially harmful effects of these energies. That's if it is vibrating in its proper wave form. What I mean by that is that if your melanin is cleansed, people melanin is not cleansed now because they have fluoride in the water, barium and aluminum in the sky via chemtrails, GMO food, genetically modified organisms. So then, and plus, there's minerals and vitamins that are taken out the food source in order to keep you going back to the hospitals, to the doctor's office. Going back to the pharmacies, CVS, Walgreens, Revco, all them joints, whatever it is, right? Keep you going there instead of just telling you that you need extra amounts of vitamins and minerals in your system. And that's what keeps you healthy and keep you healed. Like iodine, magnesium, copper. These are essential elements that you need every day, but you're not getting an awfully, um, an awful lot of it. The reason why they told you that fish was brain food is because it had a high amount of iodine at one time, but they have polluted the waters with so much mercury that mercury has taken the place of the iodine in the fish. So now you don't have a good source of iodine, all right, unless you get certain vegetables such as iris sea moss, bladder rack, kelp. All right? These are essential. You can also get lugol's iodine. If you feel lethargic, if you wake up fatigue, now, like I said, if you wake up fatigue, irritable, like you just can't get your shit going, 
then that means that you lack iodine. You need iodine. I promise you. All right, iodine kills bacteria, viruses, parasites, worms. It brings your body back in order because all your endocrine glands need iodine. The reason why you hormonally out of whack, your thyroid gland is messing up, is because you don't have enough iodine. This is what is going on. So if your body had the proper amount of nutrients, vitamins and minerals, then yes, you would be able to neutralize the potentially harmful effects of, of these energies. But since it doesn't, you get cancer and autoimmune deficiency or autoimmune problems such as lupus and so forth and so on. Iodine is necessary. So in Dr. Frank Ball's theory, matter is shaped and structured by light. And it is. Makes sense. Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. Sound travels at 1,120 feet per second. Meaning, sound is nothing but slow down light. Sound is what forms geometrical shapes. Sound is what brings your physical body into physical or apparent existence. Apparent solid. These molecular melanin combinations eat light in order to maintain, expand, and evolve matter. The more highly evolved the species, the more complex is biological capacity to use light. By nature, the greatest sun eater is you. So the more highly evolved a species, the more complex is biological capacity to use light. So this is how you know when someone is advanced or is evolving because they implement these sciences into their presentation, the Qigong, the Tai Chi. You see, Shekhamun Shekhamun Raul Nefer Amen, he has his Qigong tapes that is added into his classes. We was doing this over 25 years ago, teaching Qigong classes. I learned it from Prince Ramesses Abel Bay, or known as Crown Prince Hutan Tupac Bay. Before he passed, he, I was his student for nine years, from 1995 to 2004. And he was teaching us these high sciences then, back in the mid-90s. So you have to learn how to evolve and expand, maintain. You have to evolve matter. That's how we know that you are becoming more highly complex biologically. In other words, your DNA is activating more. See, the average person only uses about 10% of their DNA. The other 90% is non-coding. They don't use it. Just like the average person only uses about 10% of their brain, the other 90% goes unused. Just like um, astrophysicists, astronomers tell you that they only see about 10% of the universe. The other 90% goes unseen. They refer to it as dark matter, black energy. Well, you're supposed to be able to tap into the other 90%. And when you do, the evolution of our species, the homo sapiens sapiens, we will become and make a quantum leap to an immortal species called homo Christos. Allegedly with 48 chromosomes that has 12 physical strands of DNA and 12 ethereal strands of DNA. 
And our third-dimensional biology is being alchemically shifted from carbon-12 matter into that of carbon-7, which is multidimensional silicon crystal, or crystal city, or six electrons, one neutron, and six protons. Its structure is retained. So all of our cells may be transformed from carbon to crystal so that we can withstand a tremendous amount of light or the sunlight that would be streaming in, solar flares, activities, super flares, mega flares, in which that would eradicate the viruses or the virus off the planet Earth, which only has 6,000 years in order to be upon the planet. The 6,000 years are up. So therefore, these solar flares are coming in, streaming in at an all-time high into the planet. This is why you have the chemtrails is to help to block out those solar flares, super flares, mega flares as they come in, right? This goes back to Malachi, the fourth chapter, the second verse, where it says that the sun of righteousness will arise with healing in its wings. And it will burn all those who are not righteous to stubble. In other words, it says not branch, no leaf will be left. In other words, the branch is talking about their DNA, their family tree. Their family tree won't be left. The DNA would be so damaged, it would be sterile. Won't, pol- won't be able to populate. All right? In over 26 states, the Albion cannot reproduce right now. There's more dying than they are being born. This is in over 26 states. Look it up. So as more of these solar flare energies come in into the planet from our sun, acting as a magnifying glass for Sirius, Orion, Arturius, the Pleiades, all right, what they call the central sun, the Alcyon, all right, but really, um, and beyond now, there's no highly charged energetic material is, is now being absorbed into the interplanetary area of our solar system, creating hybrid processes and exciting energy states in all the planets, as well as our sun. Our crystalline light bodies would then convert the sunlight, ultraviolet light, directly into electricity, photons, energy. This is what will power us. We will require more light and less food. That's what's going on. We have our solar system, central sun, which is Sirius A and Sirius B. Our sun was born forth from Sirius B, from an implosion. So our sun is actually Idolabroth. And his seven companions or suns are the seven planets. All right? From Mercury, Venus, the Earth, the Moon, Mars, Saturn to Jupiter. Those are the seven planets. All right? So, you're on, if you want to get technical about the Gnostic teachings about the seven sons of Adolabroth, you're on the planet of Adolabroth. This is the reason why the Bible tells you that the devil is the ruler of this world. Ha-ha. Now you get it. 
But understand that this is metaphysical because Saturn is Satan. You get it? Venus is Lucifer. This is why Saturn or Satan and Lucifer are not the same being because astrologically or in astrotheology, they're planets. Jesus is the sun. You get it? The sun up in the sky, the, the uh, Lord of light, the light of the world is Jesus. Satan is Saturn, which deals with your structure of your bones, your skeleton system, your DNA manufacturing, and your blood manufacturing. Saturn has the influences over your body structure, so hence the reason why it's Satan. Your body is Satan. Ah, the material, physical body is Satan. Mm, Satan. And this is the reason why 666 is related to Satan. Carbon, six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, because astrologically, Saturn has the control over that. Get it? Venus is supposed to be the planet of love, but Venus, which is on, the, which is the five-pointed green star on the flag of Mars, all right? Venus is Lucifer, the light bringer or the light bearer. Minutes before the sun rises in the morning, Venus is the brightest object in the, in the morning, in the night sky and in the morning. It's called the morning star and it's also called the evening star. Jesus is known as the morning star. And Lucifer is also called the morning star. Behind the sun and in the moon, the brightest object in the night sky is Venus. Then you have Sirius and then Polaris, the North Star. Sirius A is brighter than Polaris. All right, so we know that the flip-flopping effect of Sirius A and Sirius B, right? because once again, our sun was created from the implosion from Sirius B, so really, we are in Sirius B right now. And matter of fact, our planet, solar system, and Sirius A and Sirius B travel through the 12 zodiac signs every 25,928 years to be right and exact. We travel together. Sirius A, Sirius B, and our solar system travel together because our sun is a child of Sirius A and Sirius B, in particular of Sirius B from the implosion. And see, Sirius B, every 50 years, takes energy from Sirius A as they flip-flop, exchanging places and exchanging energy in which that they form in elliptical patterns very similar to your DNA. Hence, this is exactly what that creates, is your DNA. The influences of your DNA come directly from Sirius, and as the energy beams down, because we sit downwind or downstream from Sirius, the energy bombards Saturn, and Saturn gives the structure to the Earth as far as our physical structure, our 200 fallen angles of light or 200 bones as you reach your adulthood. 
300 as a child, 200 as adult, as they say, 206. But we also know of the story of Enoch, where it speaks of Enoch. First, there was 10 angels that came before the fall of Iblis, of Satanilia, Satan, as they say. And they said the 200 fallen angels, according to the book of Enoch, were on the planet Saturn, known as the Black Planet, before they came to Earth. And see, if you're reading this story from a literal historical way, you'll get confused and not realize that the 200 fallen angels is really talking about the 200 fallen or angles of light or your bone structure, your most dense part of yourself, in which that formed because of the influence of Saturn from Sirius, which for, helped form the DNA through Sirius and the blood, as well as also the bone structure. How we know? Because Adam's numeral value is 46. Therefore, this is an esoteric indication of the 23 chromosomes of man and the 23 chromosomes of woman, which totals 46 chromosomes that produce life, human chromosomes. So we're supposed to be updating that to 48 to become homo Christos from homo sapiens sapiens. And this is what they don't want to happen. They don't want the return or the black messiah to come. They don't want the return of the black messiah to come. This is what the whole thing about the FBI was concerning the 1960s when they figured that Martin Luther King would have been a good chance of the black messiah returning. However, he had his nonviolent stance, which they still killed him in the end because he was disrupting the Vietnam War because he was saying things like Muhammad Ali, that the Viet Cong never called me nigger and all those types. And why are you going to go over there and fight brown people and yellow people when you got your enemy right here? I mean, this is basically the same thing in which that um, he was hearing from Muhammad Ali during that time period, which they ended up getting Muhammad Ali uh, two-year suspension, um, giving, having to give back his title and so forth and so on and not box, you know? So, you know, that was their way of chastising him for not playing into the Illuminati programming of society. It was much harder then. It's easy, it's easy as hell now to get a nigga to do that. But it was much harder than the 60s to get brothers and sisters to do that. That's why they had to put an end to that shit. All right? So here we have 23 hexagrams in the I Ching, means break apart, and the DNA irregularities occur every 23rd angstrom. Dr. Max Pucer, um, Perutz, um, there, he says that there are about 100 million pairs of nucleotide base distributed among the 46 chromosomes in a single human being, a human cell. Now, take this. Take the A from off of Adam to just be damned, and out of Adam, it now it equals 45. So you take the A off of Adam to just damn. Damn would equal 45 which damn is the same name as Adam to begin with, all right? And once again, metaphysically, this is carbon atom. 
just like Adam, A-T-U-M, in the ancient Egyptian text, emerged from out of the state of noon or none, nothingness, blackness, all right? But here, Eve equals 19, thus 45 plus 19 equals 64. And 64 number here in this instance is equal to the 40 to the 64 premutation DNA of the 64 hexagrams of the I chain. All right? So this is how we put this information together. In order to help understand this, you can get the book Ancient Future, all right, by um, Professor Wayne Chandler. Here's the I Ching. Here's the hexagram that we're talking about, which is nothing more than genetic codes, right? 46, the number of the hexagramic symbols that make up the I Ching oracle and also the number of responsible or possible DNA codings. The way DNA, which is a sort of organic computer, there is even talk of building a nanocomputer using DNA molecules. We won't get into that right now, but transmit information is through combining of any four fundamental nucleotides. And remember, we told you the four nucleotides, all right? The main four, which is the building blocks into this I chain of 64. 22 is coding now, is active. 22 plus 2 coding to a stop, all right, 20 is coding, and then the other 42, they don't speak about, but we find the 42 inside of the ancient Egyptians, and they had the names in which that you can utilize in order to activate them, in other words, to activate your junk DNA, ain't that something, see, this is how you put this information together, this is real research here. So here it says four fundamental nucleotide base, four again in the sets of three, hence 64 possible amino acid sequences. The arrangement yields 64 combinations called permutations out of which the vast diversity of living forms in nature is produced. According to Chinese thought by um, Paul Carlos discusses the parallel between the EFA oracle system of West Africa and the Table of Destiny, now referred to as the I Ching, also called the Book of Change or the Book of Transformation. He states that the Ifa Oracle was taken into West Asia and expounded upon and refined by the Arcadians of Akkad, thus creating the Book of Changes, also known as the I Ching. In the foundations of African thought by um, um, Chukang Yura Kamala, he states that like the Ifa, the I Ching, which is 64 hexagrams, 64 keys of Enoch, which is Metatron, or the 64 keys of light, was once designed in a rectangle that transformed to a circle. The Oracle Ifa, like the I Ching, is said to connect the genetic patterns of DNA and RNA leaking the past of the human family to its current expression. But the ephah professes to go beyond the physical and connects the races with a road of energy that is available to those who know and practice the oracle. See, this is the science here. The I Ching or the Yi Ching entered China between 2 
6,852 to 2,738 BCE. And according to Ancient Future by Professor Wayne Chandler, he states that the I Ching was an invention of a man the Chinese called Fu He, who was from West Africa and a divinatory of the Ifa oracle system. In other words, Tahuti, Thus, or Thoth, Hermes, as in Hermes Trimajestus, means wisdom or light. These were the teachings. Fu He is Tuhi or Tethuti. That's who Fu He is talking about. You get it? So we know that Tahuti had the 42 books of instructions or the 42 books of Tahuti, as it's called, right? And they can't tell you where the 42 are, but they do know that the Emerald Tablet is one, and there's a couple more that they do have out. But you don't really need those books, even though those books will help. But it describes the instructions for achieving immortality, plus two more books, which is the two etheric astral counterparts. Kept separately, mirroring the 42 plus 2 plus 2 equals 46, and 4 plus 6 equals 10, as in the tree of life, or the 10 spheres of light, chromosome, and the sacred geometry embedded in the Great Pyramid, hence is the physical body. Now, in your Bible, Jesus speaks about the 10 virgins. These 10 virgins, which is mentioned in the New Testament, is based on the 10 spheres of light which is a Holy Kabbalah, or what is known as the Tree of Life from the Holy Kabbalah. So there are 64 or 6 plus 4, 10, as in the Tree of Life of the 10 spheres of light, Coden, Coden, Conan, Coden for 22 amino acids, proteins, thus leaving 42 uncoded, which the scientists refer to as junk DNA. More than 90% of your DNA is called junk DNA. And the human cells that does not code for protein and appears to consist of meaningless sequences or either lost their coding ability. So how do you reactivate it? We'll get to that in a second. Therefore, in the past, molecular biologists have been unable to ascribe any function to it. They assume that it is just molecular junk or garbage or evolutionary left-behind material. But there's, there is no junk. However, geneticists' whole attitude stems from the state of mind that is totally linear, mechanical, and imperial. Right? Their state of mind is not holistic. They are left hemisphere thinkers. They're linear. Therefore, it, to, uh, uh, it ignores the subatomic and electromagnetic and subtle energy interactions involved. In a recent study, scientists have, have shown that the eukaryotic um, non-coding DNA, also called secondary DNA, is functional as a structural element in the nucleus. Scientists examine the genome of the single-cell proto- or photosynthesis organism known as um, cryptomonads. Now, these organisms relate, um, exist as vastly different cell sizes. When the nucleus becomes proportionate in size to that of the cell, in addition, the nucleomorpho, or morph, a small piece of DNA contains with that plastic that poses for itself and photosynthesis or photosynthetic synthesis 
or function was not changed in size despite the changes in cell size and the nuclear content. This refruits, refruiting, right? It refruiting the hypothesis of junk DNA. So this right here destroy, destroys the whole DNA, um, junk DNA theory of the scientists, what we just talked about. Now you have what they told you in the Old Testament about another 10, because we're talking about how 6 plus 4 is equal 10. We also have 10 in the Old Testament, which deals with not the tree of life per se, but with the 10 spirits of light, which they refer to as the 10 commandments. All right? On Amun's on head, all right, which Amun means the hidden force or hidden substance, is usually depicted as a man wearing a headdress with two tail plumes rising from the short crown. And as Amin Ra, the sun disk is added between the plumes showing the connection to the sun. Horus is, or Heru is also seen wearing the headdress of Amin. Right? And invisibility carries cognitations with the wind or breeze. His element in the Agadads, in which is said, um, seen in the depiction where he carries the two blooms on his top of his head. The plumes means a sign for wind or air. Now, this is from the creation myth, Arquette, right? The creation myth by Arquette. Now, there are three versions of the Ten Commandments in the Old Testament, right? You have Exodus 22 through 17, Exodus 34, 12 through 6, Deuteronomy 5, 6 through 21. Exodus 20 is the most commonly used set. In the King James Version, the text reads, I am the Lord thy God who will brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. There shall be no other God before me. Why? Because God is a jealous God, right? There shall not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness or anything that is in the heavens above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the waters underneath the earth. Thou shalt not bow thyself down to them nor serve them, for I am the Lord thy God and a jealous God. The reason why God is jealous because there's only one God within you. And if you take all your energy trying to go after another God outside of yourself, then you're idol worshiping. You become an antichrist. So you're supposed to be raising Christ up within you. Instead, you become an antichrist by going out and worshiping something and someone else outside of you. So hence, your God is jealous. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children upon unto the third and fourth generation to them that hate me, and show mercy upon thousands of them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name thy Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Sixth day shall thy labor and do all thy work. Why? Because you was made on the sixth day. But the which is sixth element, right? But the seventh day is the Sabbath in the Lord thy God, and thou shalt not do any work, thou not the son nor the daughter, not uh, maid servant or that maid, uh, maid servant, nor thy cattle, nor that stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made earth and heaven, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath, the Sabbath day and, and hallowed it. All right, honor thy mother and fathers that their days may belong upon the land which the Lord God hath given thee. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his oxen, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. That's right, not his ass. 
So here we have a depiction from the Metri Nature from the hieroglyphics or hieroglyphs. Hero, you get it, hieroglyphs, hieroglyphs, that's where they get that from. Um, of the 42 gods of my yacht. Not the whole one, but it's close. But now when we look at the Ten Commandments and where they stole it from, they got it from the negative confessions from the papyrus of Ani, which is known as the cardinal confessions of Mayat. Right? And look, here go the 42 names that we're talking about. Before each one, most people just do the regular names or they say, I have not committed sin. I have not committed robbery with violence. I have not stolen. They don't never say the divine names before them, which are the 42 gods or naturals that activates the 42 DNA, non-coding DNA, these names. Hell, who seek, Nimat, who coming forth from Anu. So Anu was already worshipped in Kemet before in Samaria as a head deity because Anu is on, which is as in Heliopolis, which is Ra. I have not committed sin. Hell, Hepet, Ket, who coming forth from Kerala, I have not committed robbery with violence. Hell, Fenty, who coming forth from Kamunu, I have not stolen. Hell, um, Kayapit, who coming forth from Kernet, I have not slain men and women. Now, notice I have not stolen, I have not committed robbery and violence. Those are part of the Ten Commandments. Let's continue on. Hell, Neheheh, who coming forth from Rasta. Uh-oh, the Rasta is in there. I have not, because Rasta means the face of Ra. Or the head of Ra. I have not stolen grain. Hell, Rahuti, who cometh forth from heaven. I have not purloined orphans. Hell, Afi, Mkat, who cometh forth from Sauet or Suet. I have not stolen the property of God. Hell, Neba, who cometh and goeth. I have not uttered lies. Hell, Set, Kasu, who cometh forth from Hensu, I have not carried away food. Hell Utu, Nesirtu, who cometh forth from Hetkapata. Hetkapata is Memphis. I have not uttered curses. Hell Kuroti, who cometh forth from Amenti. I have not committed adultery. I have not lain with men. Right? As you see, that is one of the commandments. Hell, Herfehafa, who cometh forth from thy cavern, I have not made none to weep. Hell, Basti, who cometh forth from Bahast, Abas, Abaset, I have not eaten the heart. Hell, Tariti, you, who cometh forth from the night, I have not attacked any man. Hell, Unum, Senuf, who cometh forth from the execution chamber. I have not a man. I am not a man of deceit. Hell, Unim, Bezu, who cometh forth from 
my bit. I have not stolen, stolen, um, cultivated land. Hell, nab my yacht. Coming from the Mayati, I have not been an eavesdropper. Hell, tanim, nimu, right? Tanimu, a tanimu. Who coming forth from Baset? I have not slandered or slaughtered. Excuse me, no man. Hell, sir, to you, who coming forth from Anu? I am not. Have, I have not been angry without just cause. Hell, tutu, who cometh forth from Ati? I have not debauched the wife of any man. Hell, who Amenti, who cometh forth from the cabinet? chamber. I am not debauched the wife of any man. See, they had to say that twice. The niggas be trying to debauch the wives of men all the time. Right here. Hell, my antiph, who cometh forth from the per menu. I have not polluted myself. Hell, heru, who cometh forth from uh, from me, hatu. I have terrorized none. Hell, Kemedu, who cometh forth from Kao, I have not transgressed the law. Hell, Chet, Keru, who cometh forth from Uit, I have not been wroth. Hell, Kadhinu, who cometh forth from Haket, I have not shut my ears to the words of truth. Hell, Kenemti, who cometh forth from Kemet, I have not blasphemed. Hell and Hatu or Hotep or Hatep, Hatepfa, who come forth from Saho. I have not a man, I am not a man of violence. Hell, Sarah Keru, who come forth from Unaset. I have not been a strider of, of strife. Hell, Nebheru, who come forth from Nefesh. I have not acted with undue haste. Hell, um, Sekiru, who cometh forth from Uten, I have not um, pride into matters. Hell, Nev, Abui, who cometh forth from Sati, or Sooti, I have not multi- multiplied my words in speaking. Hell, Nefertem, who cometh forth from Hekapata, I have wronged none. I have done no harm, no evil. Hell, Tim Sapu, who cometh forth from Tethu, I have not worked witchcraft against the king. Hell, R.D.M. Alpha, who cometh forth from Tibu, I have not stopped the flow of water. Hell, Aha, Wahai, who cometh forth from Nu, I have not raised my voice. Hell, Ushet, Rinki. Who come forth from Sal? I have not cursed God. Hell, Nehabka. Who come forth from the cavern? I have not acted with arrogance. Hell, Nehab, Neferet. Who come forth from the cavern? I have not stolen the bread of the gods. Hell, Cheshire Tet. Who come forth from the shrine? I have not carried away enough cakes from the spirits of the dead. Hell, and us, who come forth from Mayat, I have not snatched away the bread of child of the child, nor treated with contempt the gods of my city. 
Hell Hatch Adhu, who cometh forth from Tashi. I have not slain the cattle belonging to the God. Right, so those 42, when you say them every day, activates and taps into the 42 non-coded DNA, activating them, bringing them back online, bringing back your junk DNA, which is melanin, back online. See, this is how this is done. This is what the magic spells was about in ancient Egypt, Kemet. And I'm the first to bring this information to you, so please respect it. If I didn't care about you, I wouldn't do this. So here we have the ancient Kemet tool, Egyptian, Vedic, Buddhic, Tibetan, and indigenous um, Hakaul's mantras, chants, and words of power, Hesis, Nukpuk Nuk, I am that I am, Nukpuk Ra, I am God, universal life force energy, Nukpuk Nature, I am supreme deity or divinity, um, Nuk Mesu Ra, I am the God, I am the child of God, um, Nuk Sa M Baf, I am spirit with my soul. Nukba Akainrin, I am soul, not my physical body or personality. Nuk Apu Ab Mayat, I am. I open my heart, mind to be cleansed, purified by the truth, righteousness, and justice. Nuk Uab Ka Uab Ka Uab Bak Uab Shekum, my mind has pure thoughts. My soul and life forces are pure. Keep one in tune with the mother's nature and the universe. That's what that means. Nuk asu or aset ah nahu ur taye nef tuta. Behold, I am the heir of eternity. Everlastness has been given to me. Everlastness has been given to me. Right? Mtef, Anuk, Anuk, Mtef. It is I, and I am it. Give a fertilization to the all in all. Right? So, this is tonight's lesson. Overstand what we talked about. Like I told you, it's going to be short, but it's going to be sweet. Indeedy, indeedy, it is. All right? So, you know, as we always say, we got to give you our powerful affirmation that we always bring. Every day, we got to do it. Because continuing now for days, weeks, months, and years to come, we're moving towards our most cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourselves, full contentment, and better economic conditions. Every action, enterprise, and endeavor which that we wish to be involved is bringing increasing rewards. We have so much abundance and success in our life with much more joy and happiness that we're able to help and share with those who are sincere along the way. We're moving closer towards the oneness of goddess and God and the full release of our higher inner selves. Ashe. And we out. Peace.